Hey y'all, welcome back to the Shades of Strong podcast where Nadia and I are creating space for Black women to do strong differently so they can live with less stress, less worry, and less emotional overwhelm. Hey, Natty. How you doing? Hey. Oh, I forgot to say, I'm Cheryl. She's Natty. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Natty. How you doing? You ready to do the thing, sis? I'm doing fine. Thank you. And yes, I am ready. Today, we are going to be talking about how to support your strong friends when they Mm -hmm. are out here in these streets looking all happy and peaceful and saying they're fine all while dying on the inside. Mm -hmm. That's it. That is real. And I can tell you it's real because I used to be her. That's one reason why I want to talk about it because I used to be her. I know what it feels like. To live in that space, I know how torturous it can be to your soul, and I know how to mask it up. Mask it on up, yeah. Girl, because baby, <laughs> that mask is real. Oh, yeah. So real. So this is like a question I've been pondering for quite some time. For for one, like I said, I used to be. I was so hurt. Number two is because check on your strong friends. Trends super hard. When some celebrity dies or some prominent person, you know, that we are all aware of dies by suicide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the first thing you see is, oh, my God, she looks so happy. He looks so happy. I think Twitch was the latest one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say I was so taken aback by that because. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. He looks so happy. He really did. Yeah. We never know what people have going on in their private lives. So I want to talk about that today. How do we support our strong friends when they look so happy and they look like they got that shit together? Right. The reality is that a lot of us are really, really good at masking. Mm -hmm. I am she. She is me. I own it. It's a practice yeah. trying to rid myself of the mask. But yeah, I used to reside heavily in that space. We do that for various reasons. Our lived experience is right. so ingrained in us that it really is second nature for us. So we've been doing it for so long. I want to talk about this from two perspectives. First, how do we support the strong friend when you don't know they need support? And then secondly, if we have time, <laughs> how to find relief when you are the strong friend? And if we don't have time to do it in this episode, we'll do it in the next episode. Before we can talk about how to support the friend, I think we need to talk about how to identify who the strong friend is in your group. So I'm going to pose this question to you, Natty, because that's what I mm-hmm. do. When you think about your circle of friends, and I don't know, I know you have a small circle of friends, but when you think about the people that you sur- that you surround yourself with, what are some characteristics that you think the air quote strong f- friend have? Wow, that is that is such that is a question. Wow, because as I've shared, my circle is very very small. Shirley is one of the people in the circle, and there are like maybe three, like three other people in the circle. And I would have to answer this question and frame it if it were in the past, because if I were framing it right now, right. I wouldn't necessarily need to do a lot of identifying because we are in this practice, right? So we're actually getting to where we really do check in. Mm -hmm. But in the past, I think I also would be a very different person. So I might not even know to do this. So in the past, knowing what I know now, Mm -hmm. I would 
hone in on, like, say, for instance, Shirley, if all of the conversations that I ever have with Shirley are, you know, like they, they're typically very kind of lighthearted and, you know, we're, we're kind of kikiing it up and stuff. And if our conversations were always that way and we had, like, we do, we're talking every week and we've been doing that for a couple of years. I would say, wait a minute, how close are we really? Because we only have these lighthearted moments, these scratch the surface kind of moments. And I don't mean surface in a negative way. I don't mean like necessarily like small talk that you have with a stranger. I mean, there is obviously a level or a point, I'll say, beyond which we've never gone. So I don't actually know how Shirley really is. So I think I, I would just one day I would just ask you and it would be weird because we've never really talked like this. Right. So I would say, Hey, how are you? Like, no, actually, how are you? Like, is everything good? How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. This is not a, like a talk show moment where I'm asking you to share all your business or anything, but is everything good in, in your life? And I'm asking you because we've been friends for a number of years and, and we talk so often, but we've never talked about anything, I don't know, serious or not serious or like anything that would indicate that maybe you're struggling with this or you're struggling yeah. with that. So I just would like to know, like, Hey, are, how are you doing? And do you need, do you need to talk? Because I can listen, you know, I think that's what I would do mm-hmm. knowing what I know now in to the identify, past. To identify. To identify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's very good because it was actually on one of my things on the list as well. And again, because I'm a strong person in whatever group I've been in, mm-hmm. with the exception of this, this friendship that Natty and I are in, because again, we're doing the work. But in the past, I've always been the strong person in that group. And that was one of the things for me. I rarely ever talked about what I had going on. When somebody asked me, I'm oh, good, you know, we always engaged in conversation about them. One of the other things mm. was um, that I would use to identify the strong person. Again, going back to characteristics for myself, I'm always the person that people call when they need a, need to get a different perspective or to get perspective on a situation or they need encouragement. I'm the person that looks like I got my shit together. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. for real. like I even had this guy tell me one time, I've never dated anybody like you. And I was like, what does that mean? He was like, you got your shit together. Like, I've never dated anybody like that. But he ain't always crying myself to sleep every night. So mm-hmm. I was the one walking around like nothing bothered me and handling everything airport so well. And so I think those are the things when you're trying to, well, not, not necessarily like you got to pick, look at your circle and be like, oh, she's a strong friend. She's, those are things I'm saying that those are things you need to kind of connect with in your circle of friends to identify that strong friend. Cause I guarantee you at least one person in your circle of friends is consciously or unconsciously carrying the weight of being the strong friend. So those are just mm-hmm. some ways that you can identify who the strong friend is in your circle. So now that we know how to identify her. How do we check in with her? Because she is always like, she got her shit together. Like she's mm-hmm. well put together. You know, when you ask her if she's okay, she says, yeah, I'm good. So I'm going to use this example for those of you guys who watch Harlem on Amazon Prime. In season two, Quinn is obviously the strong one. She's the fixer in the group. Of, there are four of them together. She's the fixer in the group. 
from the outside looking in, she looked like she really got her shit together. She's a business mm-hmm. owner. She has a beautiful home and an amazing group of friends. Her friends know that she's in a strained relationship with, with her mother, that they know her business is struggling a little, but they still pour their stuff out on her without really stopping to check in with her. They may ask in passing how she's doing because maybe she's irritable that day or she'll throw out a snide remark. And so mm-hmm. they'll be like, are you okay, girl? And she'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I, got, I just got a little, got some things going on. And then they'll quickly ask, oh, you want to talk about it? And she'll be like, no, I'm good. And so then they just let it slide. And that's all I'm going to say about that because hashtag no spoilers. <laughs> Uh Quinn is being the friend that she wants to experience. But in this group of friends, she is not getting that in return. Uh So just based on that scenario, what were the cues that Quinn might need some support? Uh Here's some of the cues that I noticed from just watching the show when it comes to Quinn. The snide remarks. Yep. The irritability. Mm-hmm. When she's usually like this happy go lo- go lucky person, now she's every little thing is irritating her or annoying her, and so she's throwing out these snide remarks. And then there's even oh God, I don't know if I'm going to see this, say this, but I'm going to say it about Queen. But anyway, <laughs> so no, because I don't I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't right. seen it or who haven't seen all of the episodes season two. Some of the cues, what do you think some of the cues are, Natty? When because the strong friend is not going to necessarily come out and tell you. Right. I need support because it's just not how it's not how they're built. It's not what they do. So we need to look for cues. We need to be aware of the things that are out of out of the ordinary for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate to you you people who die by suicide as an example, but I will venture to say there were cues and there were signs, possibly, mm-hmm. that said he or she is acting a little strange. And mm-hmm. perhaps, you know, we blow it off and we say, oh, it's not. He's just having a bad day or she's just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. So what are some cues that we can look for? I mean, if it were me, Natty, mm-hmm. what would you look for? Definitely, like, related to what you were saying about, like, if there was some sort of ever so slightly erratic behavior, like making side remarks when you that's not something you normally do. or just more, um, yes, irritability or even just more rigidity. I'm not saying this is true for every person who's in this position, but I do know that for some people, if there are changes in plans or changes yes. or this was what was expected and well, things have changed and that's not going to happen. And it's not even always, uh, oh, you know, the person's blowing up, but it's like, well, I just thought that this was going to be, you know, and it's, you can tell that there's a, a difficulty in accepting that something has pivoted, mm-hmm. that kind of rigidity, that would be a signal to me. Also, using myself as an example, with my, my family knows that sometimes something might be wrong if I'm quiet. Now, I'm quiet anyway. I'm just a, I'm, unusually I'm, quiet. But if I'm even more so, like, hey, how are you good? You know, and yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, you know, whatever. But if you can gently, very gently press, if yeah. someone says, no, I'm fine, I'm like, well, are you sure? Because I'm just saying, because I've just noticed that you seemed troubled. 
And no, you certainly don't have to talk about anything if you don't want to, but I am here and I can listen. Mm-hmm. That way you're, it's, you're not prying and you're not trying to force them to do something they don't want to do, which is probably taught, but you are letting them know that you do see them. You do see that something isn't right and that you're available. So unusual quietness, being extra rigid, any kind of slightly erratic behavior, more incidents of maybe isolation. Like, oh, well, I haven't heard from them in over a week. Now, some people like, again, I'm this kind of person. You might not hear from me for a week and a half or whatever. It's just, it's okay. It's just, it's just life. And it's not because I'm necessarily in the, in the dumps about something. But if someone is usually contactable or is contacting you and then they're silent for an unusual amount of time, whatever is unusual for that particular relationship, those would be cues to me. I agree. Can I bring, can I, can I piggyback on something else that you said? You absolutely can. You, you brought up Quinn and then I thought of a different example and I was like, well, that's not really going to work because that's a family that's not a circle of friends. Mm -hmm. And then I brought up, and then I thought of another example. I'm like, well, that's also not really a circle of friends. That's a work environment, but I still think they're both good examples. So I'm just going to mention them. The first one is Terry in the movie Soul Food. Oh yeah, uh, she was played by yeah. Vanessa Williams. Yeah, and yeah. I, I would watch Terry's money. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like every Terry was the fixer, even though she did that, this, whether she wanted to be or not. Yeah, everyone looked to Terry. Everyone turned to Terry, and when Terry finally blew up, everyone looked at her like she was crazy. But it's like the whole family has been leaning on Terry. <laughs> like no one has talked to Terry and asked Terry how she was doing. They just expected her to be there for them to lean on. So yeah, that's that. And then the other example I thought of was on Abbott Elementary, Barbara Howard. Like there was a whole oh, episode. Yeah, that was a whole episode. The fire yes. drill episode. Yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's, and also because she's a different generation. She's an old, she's older than us. So she's a, a boomer. And she has her, her ways. And one of her ways is no, we don't talk about things. Right. We're not going to get mired in our feelings because we need to get on with life and we need to get on with the business of, of what we need to do and doing our mm-hmm. jobs and all that right. kind of stuff. And no one ever really knows mm-hmm. what's going on. So when she's like, Oh, you know, this thing that happened with my loved one, I'm also trying to be non-spoilery. Um, in case people right. haven't yeah, watched it yeah, or want yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, girl, if I had known that, that makes all the sense in the world. Why didn't you right, say exactly. Because she was never going to say anything. With both of those examples, it took like kind of like an extreme moment for people to be like, hey, are you all right? Are you, are okay? you all right? Yes. When people could have been steadily asking. She was exhibiting some of those signs that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the important thing is in answering the question, how do I support the strong friend when she's saying she she's okay, recognize, recognize the cues. Some of the signs that Natty mentioned, and I'm going to try to list them and then add in some of mine. If I'm not mistaken, you said she's missing from like social events. I think mm-hmm. you said that. Mm-hmm. The snide remark. Yeah. Yeah. Like the isolation, the yeah, rigidity. The isolation. Yeah. Like, and then there's also the sign she's suddenly busy. Mm-hmm. busier than usual because the strong mm-hmm. person is usually always busy 
but busier than usual. To distract themselves probably from yes, what's going on. Yes, to keep on, from thinking about can. the thing. Yeah. The thing that's whatever it is that's going on. Another one that I want to mention is maybe like some major life transition has happened and she's going on with her normal life, you know. Yeah. Ignoring the thing that has happened. It yeah. could be death. It could be just some type of tragedy. And she's just going on with her regular life, you know, acting mm-hmm. like this thing. Yeah, we happen. can't stop. We can't um, stop for this. We have to just yeah, keep going. We, we just got to keep going. Also, if this person usually does share parts of themselves with you. Like she's a little bit vulnerable with you, but now suddenly she's not vulnerable Mm -hmm. at all. That's also a cue. Yeah. What about social media? Like these pictures you see, like everybody just cheesing away. (laughs) Yeah. If she seems abnormally happy, it Mm -hmm. might be time to check in. Or if she's trying really, really hard to convince you, and other people that she's happy. It might be time to check in. Yeah. Maybe stop by without call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If she's anything like me, she don't like that, but she will let you in if you stop by. And there are different ways now to even stop by, right? Because I'm also that kind of person. I'm like, if somebody if somebody knocks on my door and I wouldn't expect nobody, I ain't opening that damn door. I don't know who did it, you know. But there are ways. There are other. There are many ways to to. To stop by in someone's life. I have gone from being someone who as a teenager was the typical teenager and talking on the phone for hours to where I barely want to ever talk on the phone now. But I will text. Mm -hmm. I will voice text. I love doing doing that. I love kind of keeping that thread of communication open. And that's a way to very, very gently check in Mm -hmm. and stop by. And then if you don't hear and you're you're concerned, then yeah, then maybe it will, maybe it Actually, might warrant a physical visit. Yes. Yeah. If, if a phone call doesn't work and that sort right. of thing. Absolutely. And even if you see them, like there's, there's an acquaintance that I met in the online space and I hadn't seen her on social media in a while. I couldn't message her because, you know, I mean, I guess maybe her account, she had temporarily deactivated her account. So I couldn't message her, but I did happen to have her phone number when we were doing some work together. And so I texted her and I was like, Hey, she posts a lot. I was like, hey, I haven't um, seen you on social media in a while. Um, I hope everything's okay. And she was like, oh my gosh, thank you. And apparently she was having a moment when I when I sent her, sent her that message and she needed to know that she was missed in that space. And mm. so she was just like, thank you for seeing me. Those weren't yeah. her exact words, but that's kind of how it summed up. Like, thank you for seeing me. So sometimes people just want to know that you see them. Yeah, You know, you missed my presence. My presence is important enough for you to say, hey, I haven't seen her in a while. Things like that. That's also a way of stopping by like Natty. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's right. That's, you know, a text to say, hey, I haven't seen your face in a while. And also when you know that the other people in the group have been pouring out a lot out on her, it doesn't hurt at all to stop and say, you know what? Sis, we've been pouring all this stuff out on you. You ain't said a word. How you doing? You know, mm-hmm. like, how are you really doing when you know that uh, everybody in the group has a lot of stuff going on and your good sis hasn't shared anything? Just take a moment to say, hey, how you doing, girl? What you got going on? Right. 
You right. know, that's how you can be there for support. Because when you are the strong friend in the group, typically you are not going to ask for help. You know why? Because you're like, they need me. Right. <laughs> you know, they right. need me. They don't want to hear my stuff. They need me. But guess mm-hmm. what? She needs you too. Yeah. So identify who the strong friend is. And maybe there's more than one. And then watch for the signs and the cues that she may need support. And not only that, just get into the practice of asking people how they are really how they're really doing. Yeah. Invite an actual conversation. That's what I was gonna say. Go ahead, Nanny. Yeah, no, just like instead of the passing, because we all say it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. And then, like and you, like you said, you just keep going. Mm-hmm. It's you're 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 asking for a genuine conversation in a Absolutely. in a moment. Yeah. Like, no, how are you really? Mm-hmm. You know, take take that time. Yeah, take the time. So yeah. Anyway, stop saying it anyway. But yes, that <laughs> is how. Girl, I'll be talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I laugh because I'm trying to get a ha- get out of the habit of saying things that kind of dismiss what I previously said. Like, anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of dismissive. So I'm training myself to stop saying that. And even if I say it to other people, I don't want them to feel like what they said didn't matter. So I digress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what was I saying before I said that? Oh gosh, what were you saying? So obviously we are not going to have time to um, get to how to find (laughs) relief if you are the strong friend. So that will have to be the next episode. Yes, we'll talk about that in in the next episode because I do feel like a lot of us carry, and it is a burden. I'm so It is. Y'all may not want to call it a burden, but it's a burden being a strong friend. It is a huge, it is a huge burden. It's a huge burden trying to... Hold everybody's stuff and yours. And the other thing that's really, that really, really sucks about it, because I have in the past been, um, I would not have even identified it as, oh, I'm the strong friend in this group. But Mm -hmm. based on what you said, Charlie, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was that person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't recognize it. We don't recognize. So everyone is... I'm the sounding board for everyone else, everyone else's problems, everyone else's whatever, whatever's. And I'm not saying that as a complaint. I, 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 I filled the, you know, I, I, um, inhabited that role. I'm having a hard time finding words today. I'm sorry. I, I, I played that role willingly at the time because I thought, that, oh, well, that's what a friend does. And I'm trying to be a good friend uh-huh. because I want to have good friends. Like you said earlier, I was just trying to give what I wanted people to give to me. Absolutely. And then, and people knew they're like, Oh my gosh, you're such a good listener. I would be told that so many times because you need um, that in your life. So you're like, I'm going to be a good listener because I'm going to be a good listener. To- yes. And so I'm listening and, you know, people coming to me, I'm being asked this and that and the other. And the really sucky thing about all of it is 
you are that friend until they, they find someone else to do that and then they don't oh, need you. That's good. So then you realize the friendships that you had or the circles that you thought you were in weren't even all that tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you weren't really needed in that capacity anymore. So you weren't needed at, at all. Mm-hmm. And then you, those, those relationships that you thought were deeper, mm-hmm. um, they just kind of dissolve. And yeah. that really, really sucks. Yeah. Cause then they really want a friend. They just wanted somebody to pour out on. Yes. Yeah. I that's totally right. get that. Yeah. Yeah. So protect yourself. Yeah. That that's a whole other conversation, so I'm I'm not going to go into that. But that's one that's worth, mm-hmm. definitely worth having. That and we need to revisit that for sure. So, yeah. um, like I was saying, we're obviously not going to get to how to find relief when you're the strong friend. But if you are the strong friend in your group, we want to and ex- to extend an invitation for you to come be a guest on the podcast and share your experience. Like, how was it? How has it been being the strong? friend what does that look like how are you finding relief what suggestions or encouragement can you offer to other strong friends so if you have a story we'd love for you to share here when you said how do you find relief i could have sworn in my head that you were about to say how do you spell relief because oh I, it gosh. made me think oh of that gosh. thing how do you spell that was a thing was it rolling yes yes they don't, do you even make Rolades anymore? I've only ever used tongues. We are I don't know. So <laughs> aging ourselves right now. <laughs> but I was like, you said it, and I thought I heard. How do you spell relief? And I was like, that's not what she said. She said, how do you find yes. relief? <laughs> Anywho, we listen. Social media platform. We're chasing everywhere. <laughs> if you want to be a guest. Slide in the DM or just shoot us a quick email. Hi at ShadeStrong.com. Y'all be out of here. We'll see y'all in the next episode. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> my brain really did hear that mess too. Oh my gosh. Me.